0: Just Our Real Estate, episode number 300. It's easy peasy lemon squeezy. Do not get stuck on valuation.
1: All right, welcome to Just Our Real Estate My name is Mike Simmons, I am your host, and I am really excited about the interview that I'm going to be bringing you today. Today is the second half of the Tom Kroll interview, and if you were tuning in last week, if you heard the first half, then you know that this guy really brings the goods. He really spills everything about his business, processes, tools, all the tips and tricks and techniques that he uses to make his business a huge success. If you didn't hear the first half, I highly suggest you go back to last Monday's episode, listen to the first half of this interview, then come back and listen to the second half because I know if you listen to the first half, you have tons of notes. You need to continue those notes because he really turns it up this half of the interview and just gives you tons of great resources and tools and uh, just really brings it. So guys, this is the second half of the interview. I know you are going to love it. Before we get started, I want to give a shout out and some love to our new sponsor, LandlordStation.com. LandlordStation.com is a one-stop shop for small landlords. They offer tenant screening, and you know if you listen to the show for any length of time, I have screwed up royally when it comes to screening tenants. You must screen your tenants. You must do a good job of that, or you're going to be really sorry. It's going to cost you thousands of dollars, and LandlordStation offers tenant screening for you guys. That alone makes it worthwhile, but when you get there, you're gonna be very happy to find out that they also offer online rent payment software and services, they offer e-signatures, document storage, and rental applications. They literally have everything you need. Go check them out. I highly suggest that you go there and sign up and give them a shot. If you go to the website on the right hand side, click on the Landlord Station banner and you will get 50% off of tenant screening. That's awesome. That alone is is worth the time to go there and check it out. So go there, check it out. Go to the website, landlordstation.com. Tell them I sent you right in there. uh, Just start into the box, the promo code, just start, and you will get 50% off of tenant screening. I hope you go check them out. Here we go with the second half of the interview. Now, let me yeah. ask you this. I know you have a VA who's, who's. well, you, you have people, you have a voicemail where the, where the calls are coming in, right? And then yes. you have a VA kind of handling the database. How, where, where do they get the um, the after repair value and, and some of the details? Like, do they just go to like Zillow to find out how many bedrooms, bathrooms, square footage, and that kind of thing? And then if so, and that's easy enough to get, how are you getting the ARV? How are you determining what this thing will be worth to a house flipper? at the end of the day. Sure. Um,
0: well, you know, you asked me a lot of questions because it, it <laughs> I you know, based on what you asked me, you know, there's there's a lot of theories out there in wholesaling, but uh, let me let me answer this kind of. I'm going to break it apart and just. I'll be really quick on each one. Here's the bottom line. Number one, um, I don't like rehabbers. I, I don't like landlords with experience, and I don't like experienced uh, rehabbers. So there, I said it. Um, <laughs> the, I I don't think there's really any benefit at all to having exclusivity with these people. I think that as a wholesaler, you we work so hard on the front end of our business to lock these deals up for as low as possible. It's really a tragedy. To, to give them away to experienced rehabbers who want it at the same price you pretty much got it at. Um, and and you know different type of buyers like first-time rehabbers or new buyers who are borrowing money from mom and dad to do their first investment home, uh, I'll take those cash buyers over a professional uh, rehabber every time. First of all, uh, I know they're one-time buyers and you have to educate the agent that you're working with or the buyer a little bit, but That is really not a big deal at all, and there's more of them. Um, Those buyers, Mike, they can't even conceive of your number. They don't even realize that real estate is that cheap in the market, whereas the rehabber would love to have work locked it up for your your price. So – First of all, as an end game, I don't really like selling to those guys. Now, they are on my list. For instance, if I have an owner-occupied property and I really can't show it to a lot of people and I need a fast decision or a fast buyer, those guys are great. But you're going to make more money from the guys who are new to investing, not the you know the guys who are going to RIA meetings right alongside with you. Right. I hear um, you. Yep. Yeah, as, as, far as, um, as far as valuations go, this is such a huge um, issue with so many people. It's such a showstopper. It's such a hurdle that so many guys can't get over. Um, there is no such thing as the right number. So you have to use guesstimates. You have to use, you know, if you can't evaluate a property of what you should buy it for in about three or four minutes, you're doing something massively wrong. Um, the first issue is I don't use ARV. I don't like ARV. Now, now, I will say this. In some markets, ARV is very important. I know in the larger markets, in the cities, in the large cities, uh, in the urban areas, ARV is very important. Um, I use what I, something I learned from Sean Terry a long time ago, which is a fantastic way to comp a property, which is you just take all, the, all of the sales of similar properties in the past six months – within 15% of the square footage in the same subdivision, and you simply just take the three lowest sales in the last six months, take 80% of that number, and that's your number.
1: That's how you figure out what you're going to pay.
0: That's it. Okay. It's easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Do not get stuck on valuations. I mean, that is like, that will kill your business. I mean, there are people, like, they'll take 30 minutes. I mean, it's insane. So you've got to just burn and churn. You should be sending out offers every single day, and, and the valuations, don't get stuck on them. Here's the bottom line with valuations. Let the systems that you put in place after you get the purchase agreement allow you to adjust your number. And what I mean by that is if you lock it up too low, you're going to make more money, which is great. Or if you lock it up too low and they won't accept it, you can, ha- you'll, you can do a little more research and see if you have some wiggle room. And if you lock it up too high and you vet the property through your buyers and it's out there for three days and nobody buys it in three or four days, you're too high. Go back to the seller, cancel the contract and get a reduction and, and that's it. You know, don't, But you know, to, to waste so much time up front to try to just determine that exact magical number is really I think – it, it it's it really can cause some. It's like pouring molasses over your whole entire company.
1: <laughs> See, that's what I love about you. You're a, you're like a walking soundbite, and you don't. Uh, you definitely don't. You don't parrot out the normal answers, which is awesome. And I'm not saying all my guests parrot out answers, but you, you're definitely saying things that nobody said on my show before. So that's awesome. awesome. I love it. <laughs> all right, let me ask you this then. So yeah. you don't. Yeah, I understand what you're saying about rehabbers and and buy and hold guys that have been around for a long time. And I'll tell you a short story. I'll make it super short because I'm not the one being interviewed. But I hear you because I I actually uh, encountered this uh, when I first like op- like when I first started the 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 wholesaling arm of my business. Uh, there was a a, 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 a investor, a local investor here, who. Basically made the comment that wholesalers shouldn't make more than five thousand dollars on on a property, and I I love it. And it was was a house. It was a house flipper. And my response is, wait a minute. When you go to sell the house, who tells you how much you can profit when you sell it? And and by the way, if the market goes up. Are, are you, are, your price is going up, right? And if, and if right. you, and if your rehab is less than you thought it was going to be, you don't pass that along to the buyer. You, you take that in, pro, like, so why does my business have a governor on it and yours doesn't? You know what I mean? So, absolutely. I, I hear you. I, I definitely get that frustration. And I'm a house flipper, but I, I get that frustration. My thing is, if I buy a house for $1,000 and I know that it's, that, that I can sell it for $100,000, then I should make $99,000 I, and I won't feel bad about it. So, uh, Th- I, I like is- that.
0: Yeah, and this is so important that the the listeners really grasp this concept because here's what happens if you don't grasp this concept. You're going to, number one, feel indebted to one or two or a handful of buyers, which is an absolute nightmare way to run your business. Number two is that you're never going to have that initial conversation with your buyers when they're – which I do on my list, which is, hey, uh, you know – Hey, listen, Jerry, uh, I think it's great that you want to be on my cash buyer list. Let me tell you up front, I make, a t- I make about $20,000 per deal, but I leave a ton of money on the, on the, uh, in the deal for you. Are you comfortable with that? The answer I always get is, oh, yeah, no problem, Tom. As long as w- there's money to be made, I don't care if you make a million dollars. So now you're never going to have that problem in the first place. But the real problem it causes if you don't follow this philosophy – is you're going to end up double closing all of your deals, which is a nightmare. Because if you want to talk about an expense that adds up over time, over 100, 200, 300 deals, it's going to be double closings. Um, and, and I think that the real, the, the symptom of that is this fear of the buyers and, and not having the guts to have this initial conversation to say, hey, just a heads up, you can be on my list, but I make a ton of money. If that's an issue, I don't have to put you on the list.
1: Yeah, exactly. I love that. I love that. So yes. I'm curious. Then, where do you find your buyers? Where, where do you? Where do most your buyers come from?
0: At this point, um, we have such a. I mean, I don't. I'm, I don't want to. I'm not bragging at all. But but what I mean is, we've been doing it for so long. Um, we are actually getting a little bit lazy of adding about about adding new buyers because we, we have so many buyers. Um, what I can tell you is there's there is uh, the, the best way I found to find buyers is bandit signs. And what I mean by the word best is. Um, the, the guys who really are looking who have cash, um, and the right now buyers I find from the the from the bandit signs. Nice. Um, there's a lot of the traditional ways. A lot of times, what we'll do is we'll put a property. Um, like we'll find a vacant property. We'll say, oh, you know, um, we always say the same thing on the bandit signs: desperate, must sell, cash only, three, two. You know, something like that. Sometimes we'll sure. just find an abandoned abandoned home and we'll put up, you know, 25 or 50 properties and we'll say, oh, you know, that home is already gone. But, you know, if I find another one, can we um... always remember this? In my opinion, the the best way to find a cash buyer is with a house, not yeah. with a promise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You're absolutely right.
0: Yeah, so I would I would do. Bandit signs are fantastic. They absolutely work for the most effective salivating cash buyer list. So this way you can squeeze all those wholesalers around you in town and say, you know, hey, uh, Mr. Wholesaler in Port St. Lucie, I've got a salivating cash buyer list. You got anything that you haven't been able to sell? Let me pass it to my guys and we'll split the deal 50 50, which is great. Um, then what I also do is um, we'll do the standard like list source, 100% equity purchased in the last six months, um, absentee owner, and we'll send them a cash buyer list. Um, I use 3D. Um, I use 3D mail. I think it's the name. It, the girl's name is Tara. A 3D mail for our cash buyer letter. Um, she's awesome. So um, okay. we use her for that, and so we'll send out those letters. But I would say bandit signs are the best. I I think that. The key with cash buyers and leveraging your property for as much money as possible. I'm gonna say something right now that everyone's gonna disagree with, but I can tell you I've tested and measured it. Um, email is totally dead. So email doesn't work is the bottom line and I know that flies in the face of a lot of a lot of things that are going on right now in the market but <laughs> Um, if you want to have highest and best price on every single one of your properties, if you want to create a feeding frenzy at all of your properties that are vacant, where you can get into like a, a you know, a bidding war for your assignment that you're trying to sell this purchase agreement, um, if you want to do that, you will have a hundred percent rate uh, with text messaging. So we use text messaging for our cash buyers, and and we'll just send a little quick personal note that you know it looks like it just goes to them, but it's of course going to a group of two thousand people. That says something, you know, we change it every time and it'll say something along the lines of, hey, did you see the one I just sent you? And then just wait for your phone to absolutely melt which nice. is awesome. Nice. I mean, literally the iPhone will reboot itself. That's how many phone calls you're going to get. I'm not
1: joking. <laughs> so it's- uh, it sounds like so you've you, been there. It sounds like that's Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah.
0: yeah. It's great. And then if they ask for it, you say, oh, you didn't get the email. Great, we'll send it out to you right now. You send out the emails one at a time. Just have a VA do that. It's easy.
1: That's awesome. That's actually a really great tip. That's awesome tip. I love, love that. Okay. Yeah. So let me ask you this. And and I know, uh, man, you're just giving up so much good stuff. I'm looking at some questions that I had, and and it, it's I'm not I'm not getting through them, but I but I can't stop you because everything you say, you just keep dropping in nuggets, man. I love it. <laughs> All right. So if you were going to start over, Tom Kroll, someone dropped you in the Midwest somewhere. We have no contacts. How would you start over? What would you do if you were going to start this business over, knowing what you know, get to where you are now the fastest? How would you do it?
0: Sure. So. We have eight marketing channels that we have employed uh, We employed pretty much full-time um, that are running all day, um, and I, can, I, I love running my business with eight marketing channels. I think eight is kind of the magic number, um, but I will tell you that you could take away seven of my channels, and I could still do my business, but if you took away one, which is direct mail, you'd pretty much shut me down. Okay. So I believe in direct mail. I think direct mail. What I like about direct mail is it's the most scalable, it's the most consistent, and it's the it's the most it's the easiest to measure. Yep. Yep. So you can immediately go into any market and test out um, test out direct mail. Now, if I was starting. Without any money, um, I w- I'll give you a perfect ex- – I have a, a student. His name is Kelly, one of my favorite students. I absolutely love this kid. He, he's a great guy. He's um, He lives out in California in a tough market where there's tons of competition, um, but he had a ton of grit and he had no money. So what he did was he works at a place where they palletize uh, product and what he did was as they're palletizing, there's this piece of of, of cardboard that goes in between the palette and the product. Um, anyway, long story short, you probably know where I'm going with this, is he ended up – he asked his manager, can I take the old ones? He took a whole bunch of them, cut them in fours, made homemade these bandit signs. I mean it was great. He did like <laughs> a – I mean it's crazy. I mean this is like grit, perseverance, persistent. I mean all the stuff that I love. Oh, yeah. And he got a deal and I want to say that his first – I, I want to say it was fourteen thousand, but I I could be off on that either way by a few thousand, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. But um, but he's fantastic, so that's a big inspiration for me. But I will tell you that if it was me and I had cash, I'd start with direct mail. And if I had no budget at all for marketing, um, I know some people aren't going to like to hear this, but I don't know if I would do wholesaling right away. I'd probably do uh, I wholes I would wholesale lease purchase options and kind of build up some cash flow, um. That way – and the reason I say that is because I think with wholesaling, the, the, you're behind the eight ball if you have – I know it doesn't take any money to wholesale, but yeah. you have to find people. It's one of the only ways to invest in real estate where you're looking for people who don't already have a home for sale in, in much of the time. yeah. And that's why it's a little bit expensive to find those people. It, it takes a lot of work to find people where instead of looking where you can do a rent-to-own, you could just go and call people all over the place who have homes for sale. Um, with wholesaling, you need to find people who have problems and equity and solve their problems with equity. So that is not cheap to do.
1: Yeah, I love it. I, I love it. Yeah. And actually, you know, lease, op- or, or lease uh, option uh, purchases – I mean, that's really, I know like Joe McCall for one, and, and then we have Wendy Patton here in my local market. Uh, they do tons of that, right? I mean, you find these these sellers through Craigslist or, or Zillow, like you said, and, uh, and do uh, a lease uh, purchase option. It's a great way to get started. I, I totally agree with that. And I love what you said about uh, the fact that wholesaling doesn't take any money or credit. It's all true. But to find the deals, takes some takes right. some money if you're going to really be able to you know kind of do it in a, in quickly you know so that's a great that's a great point that you made I, I really like that so if you had some money it would be direct mail would be the thing who would you direct mail are you are you looking for non-owner occupied or or does it matter just equity I, I kind of know the answer but wh- yeah. you answer that.
0: Yeah, you know, it's so funny. I mean, somewhere along the line, I don't know, maybe it was one of the original guys, like, um, you know, one of the first guys starting off, I I can't think of that guy's name I used to watch when I was in high school, but um, um, who is the guy? He lives down here in Palm Beach now. Uh, Anyway, it doesn't make a difference, but... Yeah, there are some. You know, I don't know where this happened, but somewhere along the line, somebody came up with this idea that absentee owners are, are more motivated than owner occupants. Um, so I don't know where that came from, but I can tell you from <laughs> all of my testing and measuring, and and um, I will tell you the absentee owners are definitely a higher margin, right? Because you could slap a lockbox on there and and, and start a bidding war, which is great, which is a little uncomfortable with an owner-occupied property. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I would say that um, you know you get to a point, my my. Brother Brother and I just had this conversation, and you know, everyone's all after always after this magical list. You know, what's the highest converting list? And there are some good lists out there, but at the end of the day, you just got to mail everyone. I mean, anybody yeah. with equity is a deal because there are real, really no ways to determine uh, motivation now. So I don't leave everybody guessing about lists that I like. I will tell you a few little things that I've come up with that are really kick butt. Um, one thing I love to do is I have a VA who goes into Craigslist and she scrapes – she keeps a master list of every single address in our county that is having a garage sale. Um, what she does then is she goes, brings it to the county. She um, she searches the county website. She gets the mailing address and we send them um, – uh, yellow letters. And anyone uh, who's listening, uh, I'm using right now yellow letters complete. And uh, they're awesome. And if you say that I sent you there, uh, they'll definitely give you a good deal. They have a great product. A handwritten envelope. And we use them. And what they do is they just said we send a handwritten letter to anybody who's an absentee owner of anyone having a garage sale. And what we found – and we found this because we've noticed a lot of the people who we were buying properties from were having garage sales. So we found that that's a great list. And what we'll do is we'll just send them this yellow letter and it's fantastic. Um, The other thing that we noticed in our list, in our deals, and this is – what we did is we went back in this occasion. I think we went back 50 deals or it might have been 100 or 80. I don't remember now. But we went back a, a significant number of deals and we found with the exception of one person, every single person we wholesaled a deal with was over the age of 50. So if you really want to kick butt on your list, send it to people who have an age uh, age range over 50 because you always want to build your business on the rule, not the exception. So yes, you can do a deal with a 35-year-old, but why would you want to if all the meat and potatoes is with the 50-year-olds and older?
1: Yep. I actually started doing that specifically based on me hearing you say that on different podcasts. So thank you. Oh, terrific. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I think it, it, it narrows your list and then this way you can get some really, you know, some really good um, you know, and, and, and by the way, you should I mean not you but like anybody who's mailing, every single piece of mail and list combination should have its own number. I use Callfire, but I know there's people who use Grasshopper and Ring Central and Vumber and you know, I know there's a million services, but um, you should have your own every single channel and indirect mail should have its own phone number. So if we're talking mailing, I can tell you on this particular list in this particular time of year to this with this particular mail piece my response rate is x percent my conversion rate this is how many calls came in this is how many offers went out this is how many deals we did um that's super key everybody talks about measuring and nobody really does it but it is such an absolute game changer uh, for consistent income it, you really if you ignore it you're doing it at your you know it, it's it's costing you yeah, more than
1: you think 100% totally agree with that all right so let's let's talk about what you have what what you want to do going forward. Where where do your goals lie, maybe for two thousand fifteen and then beyond? What are you trying to where are you at and where are you trying to take it? Sure. So um,
0: right now, you know, getting back to the visionary versus the leadership, um, I don't really want to be a leader. I want to be a visionary. Right. So I am focused really on a completely hands off operation. Um, I'm really focused now on people that I could bring into my organization who I have expectations of, who are people I don't have to build up, who are people who already have the skill set to do to execute the vision. So that's really what I've been doing. I mean we have some monetary goals. I have some deal goals. Um, I will tell you what, I, what I've what i really done recently with my goals is we started shortening them down to 90 days. Okay. Um, 90 days seem to be super achievable. Um, <clears throat> you can actually start backwards from your 90-day goal and um, – you know, ninety-day goals for us are key, but really the ultimate goal right now is I want to be able to walk away from the business for for large chunks of time and have it actually grow without me, not stay consistent, but actually grow. So we're putting those pieces in in, in place now as we speak, and hopefully, you know, if you if you get me on the uh, podcast again, or, or I'll definitely I'd love to do it again in a year or so. We'll we'll that's where we're going to be, um, is is a hands-off operation. Um, and, and that's really the main goal
1: yeah I love that goal and i think that is is so key to having a life and not being a slave to a business that you created that now you know if you get uh you know if you get sick for for a month you, your business goes in the tank i mean that's no good what kind of a business is that so I, I love that and I have a question for you uh as you're talking about hiring and people that are that are working in your business and i'm asking you this specifically because I know uh, you don't hold anything back and, and I don't get the the impression that you're you're afraid to share things so with the people that you're hiring, are, are you – is this like a salary? Are you paying salaries out or is this all commission-based or some variation of the two? Sure. So let me just preface this conversation by saying this. Uh, my, I
0: have to give my – even though you know we're very competitive, I have to give my brother Todd uh, Toback full credit on this. Um, he is the master of growing a business with salespeople. Um, he taught me everything that I know about it, and uh, you know we've got a whole team now chugging away constantly, which is awesome. So uh, the short answer though is it's it's commission only salespeople. We do occasionally pay a small draw, okay. but they get a percentage of the deal. Um, I think that you know as far as exact percentages, I'll tell you that you know they float anywhere between eight and fifteen uh, percent, depending on where you are, how many deals you're doing, and and how much you're actually expecting them. As far as what happens after the deal is locked up, and you know all that good stuff, so there's, sure. a, there's, a, you know, but um, yeah, I mean, it's it's to be specific, we do commission sales reps, and um, our brother Todd and I's brother Dan Toback, he's actually with me, he's one of my house buyers, so um, he's uh he's in that program and he's crushing it, he's absolutely crushing it. Nice. Um, Dan's uh, commission, uh, I'm sorry, his quota is uh, actually, I don't know if he's here. Oh, he's not in his office, he must be at an appointment, but um. <laughs> Yeah, his is, uh, is $40,000 a month, and uh, he's crushing it. He, uh, he crushed wow. his quota on January that just passed, so um, he's doing great. And uh, yeah, I mean that, that's basically the structure is uh, we, like, we like that model. It seems to work best for us. But again, I have to give credit that I didn't come up with on my own. That was 100% Todd, and he's really, uh, as far as scaling a business, just a mastermind at that.
1: God, I love oh, it. I that love is, it. So that cool, is so cool. And I appreciate cool. you giving out some specifics. I wasn't necessarily going to prod you for specifics, but man, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, and, no, absolutely. No, that's, that's awesome. So listen, let's talk about, I, I know you, you mentioned a few times that you do uh, some coaching and I know you have some things out there that you're doing other than just straight up buying houses, some educating and things like that. What do you have on the horizons that, that you want to talk about, projects you're excited about, things that you'd like to, to let the listeners know that, that you're doing in case they want to get involved?
0: Yeah. So I think that wholesaling is absolutely amazing, wholesome, honest. I love it, love it, love it. So I love sharing it. I love talking about it and I love coaching and um, coaching with the right people who are really engaged and have grit. Um, So what we're doing is I actually, I have a webinar that's coming up um, where we're going to be going over. It's going to be a free webinar and it's going to be on the script. I I think that the script is I think wholesaling is basically broken down into about four different chunks. And the script, the qualifying part, had to know – the really the essence of being a deal finder instead of a deal creator, yep. this is really where it all comes together is on the phone. And um, how do you actually handle a seller? You spend all this money on marketing. Now the calls are coming in. You can't waste those calls. You've got to know what you're doing on the script. So it's going to be a free webinar. Um, we had a date. It just changed. It's going to be in, in, in this March now coming up in about four weeks. Okay. And it's gonna be on hotseatholesaling.com and it's gonna be fantastic. So it's gonna be a free webinar and it's gonna be on the script and it's gonna go granular, detailed, really down to the um, you know, to the basics. So I'm really excited about that. Um, yeah, and as far as other projects, we do have students. I, I love working with students because it allows me to be outside of my territory virtually. Um, what we do is we we split some of the deals with our students, and it allows me to get into new markets and also teach other people how to wholesale. So I I love that uh, aspect of it. I learned a lot of that from Joe McCall, who's who's now I'm happy to say a good friend of mine, and he's an awesome guy. So um, yeah, so it's it's uh, we have a lot of good stuff on the coaching and student horizon. We have. Uh, as far as wholesaling goes, we're going to be automated here very, very soon. So I can't wait to share that with you. Nice. And uh, other than that, I've got uh, – oh, and I do want to make a recommendation if that's okay about a book to read. If, ever, Absolutely. if Absolutely. Okay. So this is – has nothing to do with wholesaling but I've got to tell you this was a game changer. I went to a Sean Terry event in Atlanta um, two years ago and this was such uh, – by the way, my – nine-month-old is crying in the
1: background. So That's I right. hey, he wants to be heard. He's got something to say. It's cool. That's
0: it. That's it. So um, I went to this, book, this, uh, this conference and three different wholesalers who all earn over a million dollars a year wholesaling, they all told me to read this book at different occasions, just picking their brain saying, hey, what should I do? Um, they all over a 48-hour period told me to read this book. Um, all three of them said it takes a little while to kick in, but uh, for me, Absolutely immediate success from this book, and you probably know it. It's called the Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity. Um, I have to share that book because that is such a game-changing book. Read that book. Be totally disciplined about following it step by step. I'm a Christian. Some of the book stuff in there. I, she's not the lady who wrote it. I think her name is Edwin Gaines. She. I don't. She's some other. Um, she's i don't know if she's quite christian it's like a different offset of christianity okay, but okay. Um, from a from a purely action standpoint it's a phenomenal book super easy instant results i can't I can't tell you enough. I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but no, I if I was him, starting man. off, in, yeah,
1: if I was starting off, I would get that book. Absolutely awesome. All right, so a h- couple things I want to repeat: uh, hotseatwholesaling com is your website. Your yes. webinar information will be up there, possibly by the time this goes live. Um, but in any event, if it does or if it doesn't, we're going to try to get the link so you can go right there from the show notes. So you can uh, go to the show notes at juststartrealestate.com forward slash Tom Kroll, and that's T-O-M-K-R-O-L. And uh, you can find the show notes there. We'll have a link if it's available. If not, I will have a link to HotseatWholesaling.com You can keep checking it out. I've been there today. I've been to the website. Definitely go there. Some great blog posts. Some great stuff. Some great content. And uh, I will. Uh, I will be at your uh, at your at your webinar. I want to. I want to get on there. I want to hear what you have to say. Uh, I really enjoy listening to you, Tom. I mean, y- you've got so much energy and passion, and you're so incredibly open with information. It's very refreshing. And uh, man, I just appreciate you being on here today. If people want to get a hold of you, what do you suggest? Go to hotseatholesaling.com. Is that is that the best place to get a hold of you or is there someplace Absolutely. Else? Okay. Yeah, okay.
0: hotseatholesaling.com is, is a great way uh, to get a hold of me. And uh, yeah it's we're gonna try to fill that with as much information as possible. And uh, yeah I, I, I love it. So uh, yeah anybody on who is trying to get into it or or if you're into it and you're thinking about quitting and you're kind of like having a little bit of a pity party and you're feeling sorry for yourself <laughs> and your your spouse comes in and they say oh you know you've been Making so many phone calls on Craigslist, just take a break. Say, no, I'm not going to take a break. I'm going to keep calling because <laughs> you're closer than you think. You're yeah. right
1: there. So just keep at it. I love it. You also mentioned uh, yellow, or yellow Letters Complete. If you want to go there, throw Tom's name around like a big shot, and they'll uh, they'll give you a special deal, I think you said. Um, yes. So definitely go to Yellow Letters Complete. And then finally, Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity. Tom highly recommends it. It's good enough for me. I am going to go check it out. Uh, if it's good enough for millionaire wholesalers, it's good enough for me. I'm going to go check it out and uh, and dive into it and see what it is. Man, I I, I have not read it, so I'm excited about it.
0: Awesome. Yeah, you're going to love it. It's, it's an absolute game changer. I guarantee it. Just give it 90 days and follow it to the T. And I guarantee you're going to, you, uh, you are going to absolutely love it. I know it,
1: it changed my life. Awesome. All right, man. You're the best. I am going to check back with you for sure. And like you said, maybe get back on a year, see where you are with your business. And uh, man, you've been awesome today. And I just can't tell you how much I appreciate you taking an hour out of your day to talk to me. I know your business is churning in the background there probably, and people are making deals and locking things up. So, But uh, I appreciate it, man. It's it's been a a lot of fun for me.
0: Awesome. Yes, absolutely. As a matter of fact, we got one in today and the guys are just getting ready to ring the victory bell. So we have a big bell installed <laughs> in the
1: office and it's great. It's a, it's awesome. my home office, so we have to do it while the baby's awake. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. It's All right. Great. Well, listen, I appreciate it. I will be in touch. Thanks again. Everyone go to com. Check it out. Get a hold of Tom. Get on the webinar and uh, let's start making money this year, guys. Awesome. I love it. Thanks, Mike. Have a great one. All right. You too. Bye-bye. All right. I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did. I mean, Tom's a great guy, and, and we just I just loved interviewing him. I've loved hearing him on other podcasts. He's just really, really inspirational, so I got a ton out of that. I really hope you guys did too, and we're going to get Tom back on, like I said, in another year uh, or so and just kind of see how things are going. So I hope you enjoyed it. I'll talk to you next time. All right, guys. Also, don't forget to go to my website, juststartrealestate.com, and click on the House Flipping Formula banner. You will be instantly enrolled in a free four-part video course on Real Estate Investing, and it's a great free course. You can't beat it. And once you get done with that free course, you have the opportunity, if you want, to sign up for the House Flipping Formula. Guys, you owe it to yourself this year to really take this seriously and make this the year that you become a real investor in real estate. And this House Flipping Formula course is absolutely the best way to do it. I can't recommend it highly enough. Go check it out. You'll be happy that you did. Okay, until next time, if investing in real estate is your dream, there's only one way you can make it a reality. Just start.